0: out there in the YouTube streets. If this is your first time watching me live, I am your host, Brittany Daniel. I actually meant to go live on Instagram as well, but whatevs. Uh, (laughs) I'm your host, Brittany Daniel, and welcome to The Morning Motivation. I hope you guys are just having a beautiful and blessed day. Um, This week, we are reading out of A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And today is a day to do a book giveaway. So by the end of the broadcast, I will be deciding who is going to win A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Um, Yeah, super excited. And if you won before, it's okay. You're back in the running. You can win again. And if you already have this book, then just let me know and we can tailor it to something else. But thank you guys so much for joining me today super excited. Today's message is what makes God smile. So I hope you guys are smiling. Hope you guys are happy and healthy and all of those good things. We're going to go ahead and jump into the morning prayer. If you are not spiritual or religious or you don't subscribe to the Christian faith, that is okay. I hope that it is okay that you come stick around anyway and be a part of the message and listen to some good knowledge, some good uh, verbiage that might help you throughout your day. Okay. Whew. dear heavenly father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for giving us the endurance to endure. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet and just be a light and just help each other on this journey. I pray that if anybody is having, or if their day started off a little groggy, if their day started off and maybe not the best headspace Maybe they woke up, quote unquote, on the wrong side of the bed, that we uplift their spirit today, that we give them something to smile about, um, that they can switch their minds to some positive thoughts and hunt the good stuff and just have an overall great day. And I pray that you protect them throughout the weekend. There are so many crazy things that we've been seeing on the Internet, and I just want to protect all those who are listening now and forever. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all, there's some crazy stuff going on online. I don't know if y'all seen people putting tissues and handles and people getting poisoned and, uh, people marking cars for sex trafficking. Y'all just be careful, be careful out there. Watch your surroundings. Don't touch anything on your vehicle. That's unfamiliar. Really, really big cognizant. You know, sometimes we can be in our phones, our heads are down, but we really have to watch our surroundings because we just never know. Um, Never just think if you see a tissue on your door handle, don't touch your door handle. Um I don't know if you guys seen on the internet this young lady, she removed a tissue, touched the door handle, um in Houston, and ended up going to the emergency room and they said that she was expo- exposed to some sort of poison randomly y'all. And it was on her birthday, which is horrible. I've been sick on my I had a, I had food poisoning on my birthday before and that was not fun. So I pray anybody out there, you know, just I just pray for y'all safety, protection, just be careful. There are some crazy, evil people out there, y'all. But as you guys come in, don't forget to give the video a thumbs up. Let's go ahead and go to the shout outs. If this is your first time watching, then let me know so I can give you a good welcome to the Morning Motivators. If you want to join us, we are live every single weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Y'all, next week is my birthday. And yes, I will be going live, so... (laughs) come on, stay tuned, see the uh, birthday outfit that I will be wearing. Um, I'm excited about that. But let's jump into the shout outs. Good morning, Miss Debbie. Good morning, Nana. Happy Friday. Good morning, Norma. Happy Friday. Good morning, Aja. Everybody's so excited. It's Friday. I know if y'all are like me, I'm tired. Y'all, this is Tad. Somebody asked me one day, they were like, are you high? No, y'all. Like this, y'all are the first people after my walks. Y'all are the first people that I can converse with. (laughs) So a lot of times if my eyes are red, if they're low, I am tired. It's okay. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Lindsay. Happy Friday. I'm seeing some new names. If you guys are new, go ahead and let me know where you're watching from. I love to know. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, That's So Ashley. Oh Ashley, hey girl! <laughs> Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, queen. Happy Friday, happy Friday, Kiki. Graham rising. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, um, Maria. Oh, Mariah. excuse me. Good morning. Do you know Raven Ali? I do know Raven. I get that question randomly all the time. I do. Good morning, Venetia. I. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, she Amber. Oh, thank you Percy. I appreciate it. Percy, I hope you heard your shout out in the Patreon video, the last Patreon video. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Percy. <laughs> yeah, somebody asked me if I was high. I was like, "Uh, no." <laughs> Why would I be high on morning motivation this early? That's doesn't make sense. Anyways, good morning, good morning, oh, Denisa, Denisha. Good morning, Denisha. If this is your first time watching live, you guys, let me know down below. Today we are continuing our conversation with a purpose-driven, ooh, a purpose-driven life by Rick Warren. Y'all, do not let me go without announcing the book winner. Y'all know how I get. I do. You, you, all will know how I get. Good morning, Make sure you guys um, remind me because it's the book giveaway day. It's Friday. So I want to give away A Purpose Driven Life. The link is down below to order yours if you do not want to wait to see if you won. And also Patreon is down below. If You guys need one-on-one coaching. All the links are always in the description box. Okay. So chapter nine, yes, with the water. Mm -mm -mm. Chapter nine starts from uh, Numbers and Psalms. And it says, may the Lord smile on you, numbers six and 25. Smile on me, your servant. Teach me the right way to live is Psalms 119 and 135. The smile of God is the goal of your life. You know what? We talk about that all the time. It's like my goal and my dream, I cannot say speak for you all, is to ensure at the end of my life, God looks at me and goes, You did that. (laughs) You did that. You did that. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Since pleasing God is the is the first purpose of your life, your most important task is discover how to do that. The Bible says figure out, figure out what will please Christ and then do it. Fortunately, the Bible gives us a clear example of a life that gives pleasure to God. uh, The man's name was Noah. In Noah's day, the entire world had become become morally bankrupt. I feel like we're in that time now. What y'all think? Definitely feel like the world is on an all-time, all-time morally bankrupt. Seriously. At least that's what I see. Y'all let me know. Everyone lived their own for their own pleasure, not God's. God couldn't find anyone on earth interested in pleasing Him, so He was grieved. He was grieved and regretted making man. God became so, mm, so disgusted with the human race that He considered wiping it out. Actually, He did. Right? He considered wiping it out. But there was one man who made God smile. The Bible says Noah was a pleasure to the Lord. God said, "This guy brings me pleasure." <laughs> y'all ain't never heard well that's funny that's just funny to me. It says God said this guy <laughs> brings me pleasure he makes me smile i'll start I'll start over with his family, but Noah brought pleasure to God <laughs> my bad y'all my bad, my bad <laughs> my bad I don't know I'm giggly today, my fault, my fault. You and I are alive today for his life. We learn from the five acts of worship that God makes us smile. So the first act, I'm not going to read all of of them, Um, but the first act says God smiles when we love him uh, supremely. And it says Noah loves God more than anything else in the world when no one else did. The Bible tells us that for his entire life, Noah consistently followed God's will and enjoyed a closer relationship with God. So what is following God's will for y'all? Like in the smallest form, following God's will sometimes can just be an inkling to go left when you want to go right, Um, whether or not to take a job or not. Following God's will could be just be patiently waiting, even when you're anxious and you want a certain thing to happen sooner than later. Um, Sticking to your commitments, showing up, being the person that you said you were going to be, honoring your word. <clears throat> I think that's something that people overlook a lot, honoring your word, forgiveness, forgiving others. Um, just doing, my, me personally, loving God supremely is doing the things you don't want to do because you know God told you to do it. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you like, if it wasn't for God, I'd cuss you out right now. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Lord, I would tell you about yourself. But because I am trying to be a better person, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. I think things like that to, to be hundred percent honest, or if you're on a celibate journey, because you feel like that's what God has called you to do. And as much as you may want to indulge in that fine specimen of an individual that you are with, you do not. Or maybe it's walking away and putting a drink down or walking away from from the blunt or whatever the case may be or, um, you know, turning down some money, even though it's it's good money and you need that money, but you turn it down because you just want to be morally sound. You want to get it the right way or you don't deceive people when you could have. You don't play people when you can. Um, I think God is really pleased with things, little, just small things like that because they have a ripple effect. Yesterday we talked about how everything we do affects one another. And I think that some people really don't take 2 seconds to consider wh- how their actions are going to affect other people, how their actions may have a ripple effect. Hey, if I if I cheat on this person, lie to this person, deceive this person, you know, there I get my gain, but they don't take 2 seconds to consider how that is going to affect that person and possibly for a longer duration than they expect. A lot of people don't think that far. They just think about themselves and what they can get. So I feel like when you consider others, when you do what the Lord has called you to do, what you feel the Lord has called you to do, um, I think that that is something very, I think that pleases the Lord. That's my personal opinion. You guys let me know. What do you think? What do you think pleases the Lord? What do you do? Did you like, you know what, Lord, if it wasn't for you, I'd be a whole different person. Y'all, if it wasn't for God, I'd have probably an OnlyFans with my feet. (laughs) I put my feet in some pudding and make me some money. (laughs) I really thought about that. I was like, I have pretty feet. I get complimented on my feet all the time. I'd have a foot page, but then I think about the Lord and I'm like, you know, I don't know if he'd be pleased if I make my money like that. Not judging nobody else. (laughs) Not judging nobody else. Do you. But for me, I always think about that. I'm like, hmm, how much money could I get for putting my feet in some pudding online? Just a thought, y'all. I never execute, but it has crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm se- Y'all, I'm serious. I am dead serious. And I just think and I stopped and I'd be like, Jesus, Lord, you wouldn't probably like that. So I'm not going to do it. It's a few things, you know, especially as women. as women. It's easy to get some, you know, I mean, it ain't easy because you're, you do take a toll on your soul, you know, doing certain things for money. I don't think people really sleep well at night as much as they want to brag about the things that they have and the money they have. It definitely, I think takes a toll on your soul and your mental health for getting money in the, in a wrong way. But I, God has kept a lot of people straight, at least for me. I could have been a different person, but I love God. (laughs) Good morning. If you came in right now, (laughs) <laughs> if you came in right now, you came in on the wrong thing. Kiki says, all the time, if it wasn't for the Lord, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Benicia says, I downloaded it. <laughs> Ooh, child, y'all know women, it's hard out here. You be like, oh, that girl got that from, the- okay, let me think about it, but then We'd be like, no, we can't even can't even do it. Can't even do it. (laughs) God's God God smiles when we trust him completely. The second reason Noah pleased God was that he trusted God. And that's the thing, too. When things aren't working out, when we want to, you know, we want to sell feet pics on the Internet and then that voice or that feeling comes over us. Trusting God that he's going to take care of us. Trusting God that he is going to show up for us. Trusting God that everything is going to work out as long as we do our part. Um, Or even if it doesn't work out, that when it doesn't work out, it's for our greater good. I think that that's extreme trust. Um, Knowing that you don't have to seek revenge and God has your back, I think is trust. So all these little things that we don't do. A lot of people look at it like restrictions, right? A lot of people can look at it like, dang, God don't want me to do nothing. He don't want me to make no money online. He don't want me to cuss you out. He don't want me to, you know, go out with Tim and all of them and all of that stuff. But it's really for our own good and our own protection because it keeps us peaceful. It keeps us safe and protected. Y'all, I'm glad we being honest, y'all, because hello, me too. Hello. But, you know, trusting God that he's going to come through as long as we do our part. You know, faith without works is dead. So we definitely have to show up. But the times it has crossed my mind to put these pretty little toes on the internet for some dough is more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> like, hmm, how much money could I get for a $50? Could I get $50 for some feet and some pudding? Crossed my mind. Never did it definitely thought about it. Um, Imagine that it says, the book says, imagine this scene. One day God comes to Noah and says, I'm disappointed in human beings. In the entire world, no one but you thinks about me. That's crazy. Could you imagine that nobody on the planet at the time? Now, I don't know how many folks was on the planet when Noah was was around. Because I don't know in the lineage Of how far it goes down from Noah, how many generations. Let's look at numbers real quick. So, numbers, was it numbers? Y'all tell me, uh, all my Bible people, I believe it was numbers. Where it showed the descendants from Abraham all the way... Let me know, what what book was that? I believe it was Numbers, because it was not Genesis. Y'all, what book did it talk about the descendants of... Because I want to see how far... Because he said nobody on the planet was thinking about him. That's a lot of people, y'all. But I feel like it's getting that way. They're like taking God out of everything. Everything is so... It's corrupt. It's like... Have y'all noticed that? I mean, I'm not in, I'm not holier than now. I don't think that people shouldn't be entertained, but the stuff that they have in shows now, like how are y'all are y'all like letting your kids? I'm very concerned. Are you guys letting your kids like watch TV and see some of these things? Like everybody loves Euphoria, but the first episode had a whole bunch of pings in it. You know, I just feel like, and then and then not just that, but um. My niece was asking, was telling what you know, was telling me that she wanted to be a part of a dance team. And I don't know if you guys like are familiar with majorette style dancing. Uh in the black community, it's on the rise. Now, if you have a child that's in majorette dance, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. I'm old school, y'all. Don't I'm not judging nobody. But when I went to some of the pages, right, I went to the page that was a, a local a local dance team in the community. And these mind you, these are little girls. When I say they're not teenagers, they're not high school kids. These are little girls, like middle school and down, like even, and they had a dance routine and the song was to In Love in This Club by Usher. And one of the moves, they was like freaking the ground. And then their costumes, they got cuts here, cuts here. They were making, and I get it. When you're a performer, I was a cheerleader. When you're a performer, you wear makeup for the show. I understand, but it's just like, why are children being so overly sexualized right now? Like it, and and and, and then in the comments, the parents were like, "Oh, they did that. I'm so ooh, they look so good." And I'm just sitting there like, are we watching the same things, y'all? I, maybe I don't have a child because my child would be probably be locked up or something because it's too much. It's a lot of stuff going on right now. I just really feel bad for parents because you genuinely have to protect your children from so much. Please talk to your children. I don't think that it's appropriate to show children certain things, but with cell phones and these kids that just have way too much access to way too much. I know what we had access to and what I saw as a kid just with TV. So I could imagine what they're being exposed to, what they're being shown, you know, without your knowledge. So as soon as you feel comfortable, really have talked with your kids. And it could be something just as like, I know somebody may show you something. If it makes you uncomfortable, please tell me um, so we can talk about it. I will not judge you. I will not be mad at you. No, you can talk to mommy and daddy about anything, um, but people will show you things and it's gonna make you uncomfortable. Please tell me so I can we can talk about it and I can help you through it. Like some of the things, like this one little boy was asking his mom on the internet, he stopped it. He was like, Mommy, do you? It was something very sexual, and it's like these these children are really, really exposed. And mainstream TV ain't making it no better. Because every time I turn something on, people are freaking each other. Very rigorous. Can't find the chapter, but you guys just make sure if you have children, if you have nieces and nephews, a- appropriate conversation, if you will. But just talk to them and see. Um, What's, you know, what do you know? Are you okay? Is everything good? You've been, has anybody shown you anything? Um, You know, have you been, you know, just really make sure that you're keeping up with what they're being exposed to, because you know, with, with shame and fear, kids won't just come out and say, Hey, I know about this, or just kind of have real conversations as much as you're comfortable. And I understand it's so uncomfortable because they're getting younger and younger, like the conversations that, My sister said that she's had with her kids and of course she kept it age appropriate, but they're very aware because of what they're going to be and have probably been exposed to by kids. Y'all, everybody is not an an aware parent like y'all. Just talking to my sister, talking to people, watching, you know, the internet and seeing how people are operating with their children. Everybody is not a present parent. To say, hey, this may not be age appropriate. I don't know what our generation is doing. And I'm talking to the millennials. Because the the little kids out here, the millennial children, What are what is going on? I'm just like, nobody raised us, so we just not going to raise these kids. I'm so confused. I understand we was lot, latchkey children. I understand we used to come home and do everything ourselves. And I'm not trying to get on the soapbox because I'm not judging no parents. I'm just very shocked. Because when you're not a parent. You're not around enough children and you're not exposed to like activities and things that children are going on, that go on every single day. So you don't really think about it. But then when you see it, I'm like, this is a, this is okay. Like y'all letting little girls dance like this and dance to this type of music publicly. And then I'm going to say this, I'm just going to say this just to anybody. And you take my opinion with a grain of salt, not judging you. Majorette style dancing, especially how we're doing it or how I'm seeing it with these little girls, there's no technique. Like if they were to go to a real dance team, you know, there's no technique, it's not sharp, it's not on point. It's a lot of bucking, like this whole throwing and a lot of splits. That's all I'm I, It's very messy, very wild. I would say if, if you're it, it, I would say in it just a person that it was on a dance team. If dance is something that your child is into, ballet, jazz, contemporary, you know, so they can learn technique, they can learn skills. So then if they want to become a dancer in their adult age, they actually have technique and form and they can be hired and continue a career. Majorette style dancing at, at not high school to collegiate is a little different. They have a lot more dance and technique, but what the little girls are learning is not, it's a style of dance but it's not, it doesn't have longevity in my mind. It just, to me, I just see that too. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You get me, you get me. I'm My bad. She Amber says, I think it's numbers. I think so too. I could not find it though. Um, maybe because I was running my mouth. Um, Elle says, I mentor, <laughs> I monitor what the kids watch on their tablets. They have YouTube kids. But you still gotta watch, absolutely. I've seen this um, and sorry to get off on a tangent. I just think this is this is also very important. I saw one day I was watching my niece was watching something on her tablet, right? on YouTube kids. and it was like car it was like grown women or a grown woman dressed in Disney characters. but the conversation, the the stuff that was going on was like love and hip hop. They were cussing. They were fighting each other. They were fighting over the man, And I was like, sometimes just pay, if, you, if your child is watching something on a tablet, that's not like Coco Melon, right? Pay attention to what the, the dialect, the conversation and what they're teaching your children. Like my niece um, is three and one of her little shows, the little girl has like this little bratty attitude. So she started acting like the little girl on the thing. And I know you can't protect kids from everything. Just hear me out. And I, I looked up my sister, so "Where'd she get that from?" And she said that show she watches on her tablet, and my sister is a very present parent, so you know you can't protect your kids from everything. they're going to be exposed to things and and you know reiterate and act. but that was something. Just just keep I understand y'all busy. I'm not saying don't don't give them the tablets. I get it, but make sure you kind of just check in, watch with them. What are you watching? How close they're watching? All of those things are going to play a factor in their developmental. Period. Because one thing is we don't know the long-term effects because we didn't have that growing up. So we can't say, oh, it's okay. Cause we don't know. You know what I mean? So just be mindful. If you have kids, nieces, nephews, um, cousins, whatever, just pay attention, listen a little bit, kind of watch it with them just for a few minutes, just to see what's going on, just so that they're not exposed to something that you don't want them to be exposed to. Because y'all there's so much out there. I got Sometimes I just thank God I got a dog because I would have a heart attack. I would be a mean mom. My child wouldn't be able to go nowhere. Being a child. It may be a reason why I'm not a parent. <laughs> uh, Percy says Brittany. Some of those dance teams, as man, men feel a little uncomfortable on how they have been moving and dressing. I can't watch it. I. Uh, What's going on, Jonathan? I agree. I agree. it's getting a little it's it's getting a little um it's getting a little it's getting a little raunchy and risque, and I get it. We were children too. We listened and danced and stuff too, but it was different. y'all. Nobody by Keith Sweat is not what's on the internet uh, is not on the radio now. that was p g compared to what these kids are listening to exposed to. Um, it's just different. So what I'm saying is, have conversations with them. Really pay attention. Like, do you want to expose your children to this? And I'm not trying to. Again, not a parent. I'm not trying to come down on the parents. I'm not trying to tell you how to. I'm just saying, as as a as a bystander, is somebody who cares about our generation and children. I care about children so much. If a child is in my care, I don't. I don't play about kids, and I just feel like they're just being over sexualized overexposed and if you do not have conversations with them you know no telling what their brains and stuff are going to think and develop so just be very mindful conversations but i agree like i was uncomfortable watching i was like why is this in a dance competition why are these little girls freaking the ground to ushers, love in this club I, they were like 9 10 11 dancing to love in this club y'all that song is all about having sex in a club why are kids dancing to this at a competition? Freaking the crap. I want to say who's their coach. And why did everybody think it was okay? Nobody in the comments was like, this is age inappropriate. Who child. I caught my nine-year-old nephew watching. And I wanted to see how he goes. How, how he he's going to be at 15. The thing is, nobody's educating children. If you and, and that may not have been your conversation to have, but that is something I would have brought up to my sister like, hey, I caught so-and-so watching explicit content. Um, maybe have a conversation with him about what he's watching. You guys, the that has long-term effects. It even has an effect on our generation with people connecting and understanding what sex really is and how you, that's explicit content. Everybody knows the P word is not real. It's not real. You know, that's not how people make love. That's not how people connect. That's not real. So if you grow up thinking that that's how you, that's why people disrespect women, y'all it's a ripple effect. It all matters. It all matters. Okay. Ashley says, I was just speaking on this to my friend last night. It's even more complicated when you have to compare with somebody else who does not parent like you. I understand. And I can't, and you can't tell other people what to do with their kids. Again, I'm not telling nobody what to do with their kids, but for your child, for you and yours, you know, if you are aware conversations, you know, what, you know, explain to them why, you know for me as an as a parent I love you I want to protect you and to me that's just not age appropriate you know it's just I'm not you know it's okay to do it in the house it's okay to you know buck and all of that in the house but you know let's do something else let's let's join another dance team let's join a lyrical jazz ballet tap there's so many dance teams that are way more technical and that will actually teach your child how to dance versus that in my opinion to me it's not it's not dance it's a style but so is twerking just saying that's just me though that's me i'm not bashing on parents if you have a child on the dance team have at it i just i i I personally if i had a child she would not be on that the dance team i looked at would not be on that dance team Vanessa said yeah i don't know the next generation is." said the same thing about euphoria. I got attacked. I got attacked. LOL. It's real life problems. Yeah. The real life programming gods, uh, cherished is becoming sexualized. Um, yeah, they, they will say that, that euphoria is real. It's real life. And this is a real, what real kids are going through. And if they're going through that, y'all really got to talk to these kids. Because that show is not, if you have not watched Euphoria, just watch like two episodes. Because what the argument, like Venetia says, is people will say, or kids will even say, because my little sister has told me this, this is real life. This is what people go through. Overuse of drugs, pills, sex, um, you know, a whole lot of stuff. And of course, we went through it too, but it it was different. It was different. We really still have some sort of moral left and right limit when we were growing up women girls weren't allowed to be there was no cell phone so what nobody filming themselves you know do the deed and if you have little girls this is extremely important to talk to them about lord i'm sorry we got off topic but i feel like this i need to say this you guys these little girls are record being recorded recording themselves sending photos of themselves to these little boys And you know, when you don't have discernment in your mind and you think somebody likes you in the moment, especially if you have teenage girls, you really need to talk to them about long-term effects of sending yourself through the internet and videos and photos. Because we got the education, we know. But sometimes what we think should be natural and common sense, we tend to skip and not tell and teach children or kids growing up. You know, tell them why. And it's not a don't do this because blah, blah, blah. Like don't fear monger them. Really explain like, hey, um, I understand that you're dating. I understand that you may have a little boyfriend, but here's some rules and regulations that you should go by to protect yourself. And what I want you to do to make sure that you don't get hurt uh, and don't get deceived at your age. They may tell you that they love you, baby girl, but they really don't know what love is. Start talking and like, say, what do you think love is? You know, and, and give them their left and right limits. You know, understand that your body is sacred. Let them know about energy. Let them know about what sharing their body actually means. I feel like for us, we were just told don't have sex. In school, they showed you how to make a baby, but nobody talked about the emotional connection. Nobody talked about the spiritual connection. Nobody talked about the damage that it has on your self-esteem um, when it's done in incorrectly. You know, boundaries of your body. You know, young boys were told to no back then meant no, but they're not being taught that now. These young boys are actually hitting girls like little boys and like men. Our generation failed to teach young boys that you don't hit girls, you know, because we got that information, but it did not trickle down. So I think that that is very important that we continue to have these conversations with kids, young people, um, because they, 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 it's different. It's different. Um, let's see, L says, I keep the sound up so I can hear, even if I'm not directly beside them, I make them change it if I hear something I don't like. And then two, can I caveat? And I'm again, not telling you how to parent. I would tell them why they're changing it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when you tell kids why, even though every child is different, I get that but it gives them just a little bit more context. It's not just like mom is being mean and she doesn't want me to watch this. I'm gonna sneak and watch it later. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what? That's a little inappropriate. This is why it's not age appropriate, You know, just something. And I, again, I don't know if that's effective. Again, take my parenting advice with a grain of salt. I am not a parent, but I just see kids being so exposed and it just breaks my heart. Kiki said that reminds me of the show Caillou when I was younger. That show made kids think they can act any way to their parents and siblings badly. Shaking my head. Really? See, I was too young for Caillou. I mean, I was too old for Caillou. So Caillou had a little attitude. Caillou was a little brat. I didn't know that. I had no, I had no idea. I didn't know that. Um, It's violence too. So many shootings in the city right now are among young teens and under 21. And it's always kind of been like that but with grand theft auto with um call of duty kids are being desensitized to crime you know guns are easier to get than ever before it doesn't take much to get and um we used to volunteer or Nolan volunteered at a a boys group and all of them you know a lot of them were charged with guns with with guns or assault or something right and they were all under the age of 21 most of them and a lot of it is because they don't know how to fight anymore young people are not taught how to fight little boys are not taught how to fight so their instinct is just to pick up a gun it makes you feel powerful boom you shoot somebody because it's easy but then you're faced with a lifetime of consequences of prison and they're they're not going easy on these little boys it's like oh it's you're seventeen. I'll give you five years to think about it. No, they're getting ten max, like ten plus. So by the time they get out, they're already institutionalized, you know it's it's a ripple effect. It is a ripple effect. Um It's a ripple effect. It's true, just the amount of thirteen to fifteen year olds now. like they don't know how to fight anymore. Um he said that they he said that. Y- Somebody came that was an MMA fighter to their mentorship program, right? And he said, Y'all are so big and bad. Let's go outside. Let's get the gloves and let's square up. Let's let's fight like men. And only like two little boys stepped up. They can't fight. They're not they're being raised by single parent homes. There's nobody there to teach them how to really defend themselves as as young men. Men need to learn how to fight. It's kind of like I was talking to my homeboy. He does these. These retreats with men, and that's how they play. Guys fight a lot. It's it's just how men are. They're very different from women. I don't understand it. It's not for me to understand. But that's how they get out their aggression. That's how they they play. Men can fight each other, fist fight, and be best friends the next day. Women, we're not built like that. We fight you, we ain't never talking to you again. <laughs> we're just we're just built different. But young boys and men, they that's just how that's just what they need. Right. That's just kind of what, what goes on. So by them not having that outlet a lot of times or they don't know how to fight or they're not being put in boxing and karate and all of these things to learn how to defend themselves. They're starting to just pick up guns because, hey, it's easy to pick up gun on Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto and kill someone, but it's not a game. There's no reset, you know, so you desensitize them to what guns can really do because nobody's teaching them when you pull that trigger, it's permanent. There is no reset. There is no restart. There is no, um, there is no, Hey, I get a do over. It's permanent baby. And, 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 and it's gone. And then they get in their minds. Well, it is, I'm going to jail. So it is what it is. You see how that has a ripple effect. So again, I'm not telling you guys how to raise, I'm just things to be mindful of, especially if you have boys. And for little girls, they're so exposed and overly sexualized. It's very important to have open conversations, not do what our parents did. Don't have that Don't That don't work. Clearly, we know our generation did not care. We do not. We did not care about threats. Threats don't work. It's really, I think, the most effective way is telling them Why? something just isn't good for them. The long-term effects, you know, and give them some scenarios, ask them questions. It's not a lecture. Like, what do you, so if a boy asks you to send you a photo of your breast, what would you do? And just see what she says. And you don't blow up at the response. I know as a parent, it's probably like, oh my God, my baby, but talk to them. Like, well, think about this. If you did it right. Not to say you, I'm glad that you wouldn't because that's your body. It's sacred. Nobody should see that, but you and your, or, you know, you, you, you frame it how you want to. That's, that's very sacred because when you send that, not only are you giving yourself to that boy, you're giving yourself to the internet, a whole bunch of people that can hack and they know, they understand hackers and things like that. They understand the internet, right? That you're exposing yourself, not just to that boy, but the world, anybody can see that photo. And also Sometimes when boys are young, they're not mature yet, they don't know, they don't think. And when he gets mad at you, he could show his friends. And I don't want you to get embarrassed if he were to expose you. That's not something that I want you to go through. So, you know what I mean? Like talk them through, not just like don't do it, but the why and the consequences that can come if they choose this path. I was mentoring young girls last year. All right, I'll give you guys the story in this scenario. I mentor high school girls and one of the girls came in and she was mad at her boyfriend, right? She was livid. She was like, you know, F him and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. I said, okay, what do you want to do right now? She's like, I'm so mad. I want to hit him. I said, okay, let's, let's talk this out. This is how we problem solve. This is how we make sure we make the right decisions, right? So I had her talk it out. I said, what may happen if, if you hit him? She was like, well, I'm going to get in trouble. I said, okay, so you're going to get probably suspended for three days. Um, And then, so you're suspended for three days. And when you calm down and you're not mad anymore, do you think you're still going to like him? And she was like, yeah, maybe if I wasn't mad, then yeah, probably. And I said, okay, so you hit him. So you violated him. That was, that was domestic violence. You're suspended, but you still like him. Does that get you, does that get you closer to your goal? And she was like, no, not really. I said, because he might not like you after that, you know, or another scenario. What if he hits you back? Oh, well, don't worry, because I'm a did it. I said, well, he's stronger than you. So if he hits you back and he hits you hard enough, he could knock you out. And that's embarrassing, right? It's not even just embarrassing. That's a violation to you as a woman that can hurt you. And so I had her think about long term effects of her actions made her calm down. And then when she came back next time, I said, so what happened? And she said, oh, I just talked to him and you know, we're good now. I said, oh, I like that. See, see what happens when we kind of think past our emotions. You guys, as as women, and that's why a lot of us as adults are running rampant with with yelling and we don't know how to talk to people and we don't and men are saying that we're disrespectful is because where there were a whole lot of children that were never allowed to express themselves we had the old school children are seen not heard hush you're a child stay in a child's place we were never able to articulate ourselves now i do think our generation took it a little too far and these kids don't know when to get out of grown folks business it's like why are you still here little kid we talking <laughs> say, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like you got, you go sit down, go sit down. I feel like we, we've given them a little too much freedom. I think we, we, you know, let's, let's, let's bring it in a little bit, but talking to children through their actions and what could come if they want to react the way they want to react. They want to do men, please talk to these little boys. Hey, so what do you, what do you want to do when you get mad? What do you, what do you want to do when you get mad? I want to get a gun and shoot them. OK, son, let's talk about that. Let's talk about if you do shoot this person, you know, it's not like Call of Duty. You know, it's not like your game. You know, if you shoot him, he he doesn't come back. There's no reset. You, you killed him. That's that's a sin. That's bad. God's not pleased when we when we do that. And then not only that, son, not only is that person dead and they're never coming back. You go to prison for a very long time and then show them videos of what prison looks like. Not, not, the, not the shows where they make it all highlight glitz and glam and, and scared straight. No, I'm talking about go on TikTok, go to prison TikTok and show them what their life is going to be like if they choose that route. You like girls, right, son? Yeah, Ma, I like girls. Well, you're not going to see anymore. You're going to be around men. And then you tell them about the relationships that happen in long-term prison situations. It's it's nature. It happens. You've been somewhere 10, 20 years. Just saying. So I'm just saying, I would think, I think that it would help if we talked them through long-term consequences to their actions and not just the here and now, not just the present. Because we, we we're not teaching them long term. I think that's why a lot of men just move how they move because they don't think about the long term effects of their actions. They're like, oh, I'm going to just have a kid. I'm going to go over here. And it's just like you're not thinking long term, sir. Sisters, we're not thinking long term when we, you know, lay up or just be with this person. We have all we all have to think long term and get our children and these this younger generation to start thinking long term as well. And this is just my opinion. Uh, She Amber says, Caillou, Caillou, those kids were bad. I had no idea. I was too old for Caillou. Hated watching Caillou with my nephew. I had no idea. See? And so if it's their show and they like it, you explain to them why we're not watching that. And that would have been a great learning lesson. You see, Caillou, you don't act like that that little kid is bad. That little kid needs a butt whooping. Whatever you decide to do in your house, every person doesn't whoop their kid. And I understand that. You know, Studies have shown that that doesn't always equal success. The Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. That's up to you as a parent. I can't tell you bad or good or indifferent. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big, but te- use, use everything as a learning lesson. Say, see, when that kid grows up, He's going to act like this and he's going to treat people like this and he's going to be like this. I don't want you to be like that. And you let them decide, kind of ask questions and have open ended questions so they can kind of decide. It's like that's how you grow their brains. It's kind of how you kind of connect the dots, because remember, y'all, although they may be mature, although they may be very well mannered around you, kids are different when they're not around their parents. Kids try other adults. They, they, they won't try you. So yes, your baby is an angel with you. And yes, your baby is sweet with you. But you, y'all, even my nieces and nephews try me when my sister ain't around. Even when I watch my homegirls kids, they try me when, my, when, when they mama not around kids are different. And not to say they're bad. They're not bad. They're kids. Kids try to get away with what they can get away with. They're going to toe the line to see how far they can push it and what they can do and what they can't. Y'all remember being kids? I remember doing that. So that's just about learning and growing and developing. She Amber says, what about Dragon Tales? They, they always lied to their moms. So these shows were always low-key showing us something from the beginning and now getting worse that we can see It's more because it's not... I didn't know that. See, because I didn't watch. I was too old for this, these shows. Like one thing that to keep in mind, y'all, and I'm glad that you guys are talking about this. Back in the 80s and the 90s, when we grew up, there were a lot of, a lot of regulation, a lot of laws around child programming. That's why we had wholesome content. You know, we from like ninety five, six, and below... We had very healthy, wholesome content. Y'all, we were taught how to take care of ourselves, brush our teeth, grocery shop, make a peanut butter jelly sandwich, how to be a good friend, how to clean up. Y'all know Barney. I'm, I'm thinking all the lessons I learned from Barney, how to conserve water, all of these great things. You know, we had very wholesome content. Even on Nickelodeon, there was nothing extra perverted. Everything was funny and kid appropriate. Those regulations are long gone. Nobody's checking for these children's shows anymore. So when you have shows like Caillou, when you have shows like Dragon Tales, which came after our generation, nobody, you know, everybody thought that, oh, all kids shows are wholesome. We, they, they didn't lie. We were taught not to lie. Remember they would be like, did you fib? And the kid would be like, mm-hmm, fibbing isn't good. This is why, like we had really wholesome. <laughs> I'm 34. Y'all be 34 next week. Y'all 33. We had very wholesome content when we were kids on television. We did not have the internet. So there was only a couple programs you could watch. We had very wholesome content because it was highly regulated. Those regulations are gone. They don't exist anymore. They were overturned. They're gone. And now not even that, you have adults that are making just content for kids that nobody is regulating. That's why YouTube kids had to put in that, those stipulations because so many kids were being exposed to so much thinking that they were watching kids programming. So just be very, very careful and cognizant and just pay attention to what they pay attention to. Ask them what their favorite show is and just watch it one day by yourself. Ask them who they love to listen to. Who's your favorite rapper? Who's your favorite artist? Listen to the lyrics of that rapper and that artist. Just ask them, just, hey, what's your favorite? Don't tell them it's good or bad. Just And just see what your children are being exposed to and what they're listening to. Because when you're not around... You don't know if they go to little Jimmy's house down the street, what his mama allows them to do. And if she's as, as aware of a parent as you are, I know some people, they just let their kids go over people's houses without meeting the parents, without understanding how that, that, that home is operated. They just, you know, they just lead a children for, for days at a time. And I'm like, you don't care what your child might be exposed to or what's okay with one parent. It's different now, y'all. It's different. So just ask a lot of questions. I would. I would. If I was a parent, I'd just be asking a whole lot of questions. He said a lot of cartoons have hidden stories and plots that are not for kids from Roma, South Park, etc. Absolutely. Tay says, listen, some of these people are letting the Internet raise their children. And I'm not judging. I get it. It's hard to raise kids. I I get exhausted just having them for a couple hours. But we have to be proactive or you're going to or your child is going to end up being a little menace to society. They really are. I'm sorry. I see it every day. Like I'm in these high schools. I'm working with these kids. And then school year is coming back up. So we should be starting our mentorship program coming really soon. And there's some that are very smart and very wise and that are very, that they understand, but some are lost and gone. Um, Authenticating Beauty says, and then when these kids start exposing each other out of spite, they risk catching Oh, I didn't know. Th- oh, yeah, that's true. That's true for you guys that have sons and daughters. Right. If they do say your child uh, shares a picture of themselves without clothes on and say the little boy, or little girl, you say she's mad at her friend and she wants to expose her, get her back. And she shows her friends that's revenge porn. Y'all, that's a charge you want. Your, you can't your children can be charged. You got to y'all have to talk to them and warn them about these things. Your sons can be charged for revenge porn by showing, you know, thinking that he's being cool, thinking like, oh, I got this little girl's boobies in my phone. Look at Keisha Simeon. And now your son has a charge because he was just being a little kid. We got to be, we got to, we got to tell them and prepare them for these things, not to scare the crap out of them, not try to fear monger them, but really prepare them for these things. Um, Percy says, I asked my nine year old. Who was his favorite rapper? And he says, M-Y-M-Y-M-W Nelly. I don't know who. I don't know who that is. He killed two of his friends in real life. I was shocked. Oh, thank you for the super chat, Percy. Uh, Tay says, "Uh, hey, Veronica, how are you? Tay says, I used to be an educator and I say this with all due respect of some of these parents are extremely delusional when you try to tell them about the behaviors that they are concerning about their children. I bet. And I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that. But for my morning motivators who are not delusional and who have a lot of common sense, that's why I talk to y'all. Because I can't reach everybody, but at least I can reach some of y'all, you know what I mean? But thank you for sharing. But yes, I've seen it. I'm like no, little JJ is not 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 nah, he's bad. <laughs> Little JJ is a terrorist. <laughs> um, not my nine-year-old. I meant my nephew. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who the heck. That's how I'm getting older, y'all. When you don't that's how you know when you're getting older is when you don't know who uh the rappers are. I don't know who none of them are anymore. Uh Tay also said you have to teach your children that you can't permanent. You can't make permanent decisions off of temporary emotions. Love that. Even adults, we need to learn that too. Thank you, Tay. Kiki says, "When I was in middle school, and guys used to ask for pictures, I would Google pictures of loaded symbols and <laughs> loading symbols, and send it. And told all the girls in my school to do that, and they don't, so they don't expose their bodies. Absolutely." But you see these boys, they're asking, and this was, and Kiki's grown now. So imagine what they're asking for now. Y'all have, please have conversations with their kids. And then please tell your sons that that's not okay. It's not okay to get pictures of girls and what can happen if they get in trouble for having that. And y'all go through y'all's children's phones. They don't privacy my butt. They are kids. It's a it's, it's your, your, their privacy, privacy. If you want privacy, get a journal. That's gonna be my child's privacy. You want privacy, you want your thoughts to be just yours, you can have a journal. Y'all better be going through these phones, y'all. I'm sorry. Go through the phones. Kiki says, or just stop taking them, uh, taking them gotten and ignored. Y'all go through these phones. I was watching Captain, I was watching Captain Planet. Very, very wholesome content, y'all. We had wholesome content. That is not what these kids are being shown. Uh, Great God-led conversation, Brittany. Thank you. I know sometimes we go off on a tangent, but I feel like this is important. Nisa says, damn, I used to uh, binge watch Dragon Tales for real. We had Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers used to tell you about your feelings. He used to tell you about friendships and being a good friend. That is not what these kids are being exposed to, y'all. Um... Hey, good morning. Choose to shine. Great, uh, great teacher. What's the topic? So we talked. We started talking about what pleases God, and we just had we got on the the bandwagon about just having conversations with kids, what kids are being exposed to, what parents should just be aware of, and I really think what they should be talking to their children about, and not to fear monger them, not to be like y'all better not, because that doesn't work, but really figure out what's going on in their lives and not being passive because. So many of these kids are getting locked up for these guns because of video games and um, just girls exposing themselves. These dance teams exposing and just over sexualizing these kids. And I'm just very shocked that they're women led and women are just like handing children off to sexual predators. Okay, sorry. Uh, Shambra says, oh, shoot, my parents had to meet. The parents before I came over and before kids came over, parents nowadays have changed and stopped caring. Y'all have to meet these parents. Do not let your child go over nobody's house and you do not know that parent. Y'all don't know what your being their child is being exposed to, or what they're doing to your child around your child and being. You know, I had somebody tell me that their child was exposed to porn because another child that they trusted parents showed their child could you imagine your seven-year-old being exposed by somebody you thought was your <laughs> dragon tails had me in a chokehold y'all are so young people call that strict but it's not strict it's it's strict with uh, a certain a strict to a certain extent Ooh, yeah um, me and my husband have two teenage boys. We don't care about privacy over here. <laughs> Absolutely not. And you shouldn't. I'm sorry. I would, I You're going to be mad at me, but we, I'm going to explain to you why I need to know. I need to make sure that you are safe. I need to make sure that you are not exposed and I need to make sure that the conversations that you're having are, uh, are appropriate. And then not even that. I wouldn't even tell them when I was doing random checks because you didn't, you don't want them to delete what they're doing or have it all on the cloud, have it all tied together. I know some people have their children's phone tied to their iPads because I want to see what y'all are talking about. If I had a child right now, that iCloud would be on, that access would be on, and every text message that came through their phone, bloop, on my iPad. Let me go to th- what Keisha talking about. Okay. Hey, Keisha, come, come, come talk to me. Come here, come here, come here! Thank you, Percy, for all the super chats. I really appreciate it. And again, y'all, I'm not a parent, so I am not, I am not belittling parents. I am not trying to uh, tell y'all how to raise y'all child. Oh crap! Book giveaway. Sorry, y'all. Okay, if y'all are still here, let's see, let's see, let's see. Book giveaway. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Sorry, y'all. Let's do the book giveaway really quick. Friday is the book giveaway. We're going to give away. A purpose driven life. Uh give me one moment. Let me go on. Yeah. And see who entered. Sorry, y'all. I did forget to look ahead of time, but I do not want to leave without doing a book giveaway because I haven't done one in a long time. And I told you guys I would, and I want to keep my word. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Not less someone, some show. Yeah, you hey you will be surprised, y'all, of who will expose your children to things. All right, so Saru, so the newest winter, winner of let's see, so, sorry y'all hold on one second. The winner Of today's book giveaway is Kenya. Kenya, if you are watching, you are today's winner. I hope that you enjoy a purpose-driven life. Thank you for being such an awesome supporter. Thank you for showing up consistently, showing out, Patreon. Um, Yes, and my giveaways are a little biased, y'all. The more you participate, the more you show up for your girl the more uh, you have a better chance to win. And if I know your name, especially, because I don't want people just to sign up and then leave and then, you know, but if if you interact, you're here, you show up, then you will win. So congratulations, Kenya. I will be sending you a purpose-driven life by Rick Warren. I hope you enjoy it. And sorry, we got a little off topic, y'all, but I think that this conversation would make God smile because there's a lot going on. And uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that we're just thinking about these things again, not a parent. So take what I have to say with a grain of salt, but I, I I hope that somebody may have gotten something out of this, but congratulations, Kenya, you have won a purpose driven life. So your book will be in the mail very soon. Uh, I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed weekend. Um, man, Patreon is popping y'all. So make sure you guys go and subscribe to the Patreon. I have two videos that give you the BTS of what's going on behind the scenes. Oh, and let me explain to anybody who doesn't know what Patreon is, because my dad was like, hey, I heard about Patreon. What is that? So Patreon is a subscription service that you show your support to me by picking a tier and donating to uh, my brand, my channel. And I give you guys exclusive behind the scenes content there where I literally sit down, And we just have a chat. Uh, There will be live streams in the future where we will be able to talk together. But for now, there are a couple videos on there where I just give you guys the real deal, holy feel of what's going on in certain topics, certain situations, what I'm personally going through in my life, just to make them teaching points and to help you all if you are going through the same thing to know that you are not alone. Anything that I cannot say on Morning Motivation, or I don't want to just blast on the internet, it's kind of like how we kiki you know, behind closed doors. That's my behind closed doors. That's my safe space to connect with you guys. So make sure you guys go check out if you are already subscribed to the Patreon. There are some Patreons waiting for you guys, some content for you guys to catch up on this weekend. And um, I will be dropping a Patreon about um, generational curses. I'll probably record that right after morning motivation because I have an hour before my first client. So I hope you guys have a beautiful blessed weekend. Thank you guys for enjoying the conversation, joining the conversation. You guys keep God first, keep praying. I pray for protection and just whole and healthy weekends. I pray that I see you on Monday if God says the same. Have a beautiful blessed weekend and I'll catch you guys on Monday. Bye (music) y'all.